Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and I'm joined as always by Tim. Mm. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> Why do you insist on every hello you do being the most awkward thing imaginable? <laughs> every single time. This is a horror movie podcast. Every week we get together, we talk about a horror movie. Uh, this is still 2019 catch-up season, and we are going to talk about the Atlantics. Or sorry, just the Atlantics. It's not the Atlantics, just Atlantics. So that's came out last year, of course, and it came from Senegal, which... I, I have to admit, I think this is probably the first movie I've ever seen from Senegal. I can't think of uh, another example, but uh, sure. so this is a a movie that's actually listed in most places as a drama slash romance, and it's only because of other podcasts and things like that where it, this kind of became apparent to our awareness, as, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk about this. Um, so. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Atlantics is a film about it's there's kind of, I don't want to say a sci-fi element, but there's there's this like futuristic tower that's being built uh, in this in this in the city, and the film is about a group of men who are owed pay from this this work site from this this building site because they're not being paid because times are rough. They go on a boat to try and find uh, better work somewhere else, maybe in Spain. And the film actually like sort of shifts focus from one of them to to uh, Ada, uh, who I, I would pronounce that as Ada if I just saw it, but they were definitely pronouncing it as Ada in the film. And she's actually in love with one of these guys, even though she's been married to someone else in a couple of days' time. We just don't hear from the characters in the boat again. Like we don't even see them leave. We just hear the bit left in a boat. And ultimately, it's about the mystery of where they went and who is a kind of like starting fires. And there's a, there's a supernatural element that kind of comes into it as the film goes on, uh, which definitely kind of puts it into the the horror relevant sort of category. Um, if not outright horror, I, I would actually, if I was to call this anything in terms of like genre or or sort of like gauge it. I would say that it's basically about the same amount of horror as something like Tigers Are Not Afraid. I think it's kind of exactly. in the same yeah. wavelength as that. Uh, where there's a horror element in the plot, but it's not necessarily going for scares or anything like that. But it was, you know, it was it was very highly spoken of whenever this was brought up elsewhere, and uh, that's why it was on our 2019 catch up because we wanted to check it out and see what it was like, and you know, see something that's a little bit different, and you know, uh, see see if it was for us. So, Tim. Did you enjoy Atlantics? <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, as a, I, I think similar to you, where like I, well, I mean, maybe you'd heard about this before, but I like, you know, probably two or three weeks ago, did not even know this movie exists, and then, you know, like you said, uh, kind of started seeing it on some like podcasts and some lists of people being like, you know, some is going as far to say like it's their number one movie, and it's like holy shit, like all right, I, I, I gotta check this out, and then yeah, I, I was kind of under the impression where uh that yeah it might start off as more of a drama but then at some point it kind of has a horror element kick into gear but then as i was watching it i was like oh this is so boring i hate this <laughs> it's like so uh i i wouldn't even call it like horror at all uh i mean like you said it does have about like probably like the same ratio as like something like tigers uh are not afraid um where yeah there's like a supernatural element but again it's like just because it has that element i wouldn't i still wouldn't really call it horror though like you know what i mean like i 
Uh, sometimes I, I think people are a little too, you know, uh, fast and loose with their definitions. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that might be part of the headspace uh, that I was in, because maybe if I'm watching it as a movie we're going to do for the show, uh, maybe I have a little bit uh, of a different you know, expectation or something where I'm, I'm waiting for more horror stuff to kick in. So I don't know. Maybe I would have liked it more uh, if I didn't have that in the back of my mind. But I, I don't know, dude. I just thought it was so boring. There, there was some stuff that – like some story ideas that, that I like. Um, like I like that, you know, there is a, a big part of it where, um, you know, uh, about these people that are kind of seeking revenge for like their lost wages. So, I, you know, I do like that it kind of has like a like, like anti-capitalist message uh, to it. Like I, I like that. But I mean, I wish it was just in a movie that wasn't like the dullest thing I've seen <laughs> in a long ass time. My God, oh, it, uh, it was just so so boring. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I was expecting the passion that I got there uh, when I asked when I asked the question. Uh, I, I think I like it more than you, just based on how passionate that was and its and its uh, hatred. Uh, I. Like I don't love it. Like I don't necessarily think it's this uh, like a great movie, but I think there's definitely like some small touches that I love in it. I love kind of some of the music that plays and some of the sort of like the the moments of just kind of like basking in the atmosphere. There's like a sure. there's a truck ride at the start from the the, the work site uh, that the guys are on, where it just kind of like goes to like a little music montage of like them traveling in the truck, and it was actually like a really atmospheric little trip, and it, I, I like kind of those little textual. Uh, t- you know, t- touches. I think it is directed well. Like it does yeah. look good. Like it's like I can't, I I can't argue the filmmaking, uh, uh too much. Um, I I think that stuff is all pretty solid. And again, maybe if I uh, am watching it, gearing up for like a, you know, a character piece kind of movie, you know, it might be a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, uh, yeah. movies directed by uh, Matty Diop. Uh, uh, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that, but uh, she, I believe, is the first black woman director to, or the first, it's the first movie by a black, uh, female black director at Cannes Film Festival. Oh, um, I think the direction is good. It's probably the best part of the movie's direction. I think it's really strong, and you know the 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 plot's okay. I think Uh, you know obviously because this is the thing. It starts off with. uh, uh, Suleiman, uh, you know the, the the guy who's dating Ada, and uh-huh. he feels like the main character, but then he just kind of disappears, and we we switch to Ada, and Ada's like you know going to meet him that night, and that's when it's like hey, and all the guys left on a boat, and we kind of we we stay with her, we stay with her story of her getting married in like a week to this guy, this other guy, um, what's his name, uh, Omar, and how she's not really in love with him, but he's this rich guy, and her parents are all excited about her getting married to him, and. You know, there is definitely kind of obviously we have the, the this working class that are struggling to make ends meet, and they're you know leaving on a boat in the hope of finding work because it's so bad where they are. And then you also have the side of the marriage where this this poor girl's marrying this richer guy, and she's supposed to be ecstatic about that, but she doesn't feel any love for him. You know, the, the guy she loves is you know off on a boat and has no idea if he's ever coming back. So once it got into kind of that, and the themes kind of became clear that there was some interesting stuff there. Um, I think the movie is a lot about the idea of guilt from those who do take advantage of uh, the working class and you know the rich people who are higher up in the food chain, and it's really about that kind of thing and how they use people around them, both the the boss of the the you know the the the, the construction site and also to an, the same extent in a different way 
uh, the the potential husband for Ada, who kind of expects that he will just kind of be her master once mm-hmm. you know once they're married. You know, I mean, it doesn't always say that, but there's definitely a couple of scenes that kind of imply that that's what his attitude will be. You're my wife now, so you do what I say. Is kind of sure. his attitude. So, um, and again, he comes from money, and like it feels mm-hmm. that there's a correlation between those two two ideas. Uh, I think that stuff is put across pretty well. But a lot of the movie is kind of Ada on her own, just kind of being upset or. Uh, there's, a, there's a fire at our wedding at the wedding uh, that is kind of like mysterious and they're investigating uh, and the, the police are sp- suspicious of her because of like this relationship she may have had with someone else and like it goes into all these these all these avenues um i will say that it never like i, I was kind of into it at the start uh, but mm-hmm. as it went on it never quite really became as engrossing as i was hoping it would be it almost felt like a pilot to a tv show in some ways like I, I, like I, I could see like this be this being the start, like the supernatural stuff that comes in. This being the start of like a running thing, uh. It, but yeah. instead, it feels like it, it solves everything quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I feel like there's not a whole lot to the actual plot once it gets going. Like, but I, I think uh, the acting's pretty mm-hmm. solid. Oh, like, definitely. Like I think uh, Mama Sane, who plays Ada, I think she's. Mm-hmm. You know, she has the right kind of demeanor the whole movie. She she's very likable. Uh, you kind of sympathize with her. And while at first you might like sort of go, wait, she's cheating on her her fiance. What? What? Why is she doing that? But then once you actually see her with the fiance, you're like, okay, I, I actually kind of sympathize with her more now. <laughs> uh, I think it was uh, as painfully boring as you did. But I will say that it never quite like. I, I thought even from the start, like some of the early stuff with the, with the mood, I was like, oh, I can see myself getting really into this. And I never really kind of went beyond just kind of the uh, the half step, if that makes sense. I never, I never stepped all the way into the world. Sure. No, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Again, like all the technical stuff, uh, I think is, you know, fine, if not pretty good. Like, you know, yeah, the directing and it, you know, it's a very good, uh, good looking movie. Um, and yeah, the actors are all you know great they put on good performances uh again i just wish there was more going on or like you know something to hook me into the story more i i do like the themes uh again like you know this kind of you know lower lower class versus uh upper class and i do love all that stuff but just never really totally like i guess felt like a it made it very exciting to me or really went in a direction i wanted it to go so that's uh yeah, it's a shame. And uh, and again, maybe it has something to do with like expectations. You know, you've heard people like saying, oh, it's one of the best horror movies of the year. Like, you know, that kind of gives you like a little like, OK, like, wow, there's going to be something to do this. Like maybe, yeah, if you, if you don't have that kind of thinking going in, it's, uh, you know, a, a little more enjoyable. But I don't know. It just uh, you just, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a little painful for me. Yeah, I do wish that I wish because one once they introduced the idea of the second half of the movie, I really wish that there was more of the character, you know, the the tycoon who owed the money. Like, yeah, I, I feel like there's just been a lot more of him actually sort of debating what to do once you know stuff happens uh, surrounding him because it feel it feels like we only see him a couple of times and it's like it just sort of like we see the the setup then we see the payoff then there's nothing in between of like the actual journey for him and that felt yeah. weird to me yeah okay so i think we'll give a spoiler warning <laughs> so we can talk about spoilers <laughs> okay. so full full spoilers then uh for 
for Atlantics. Uh, I will first though just thank our patrons, uh, patrons for uh, patron producers for the month rather. Uh, David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Cindy Palacios, and Tyler Hess. Thank you to you guys. Uh, that means that they are twenty dollars or above uh, and tier on Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV. Uh, you can support us and keep all the content coming for as little as one dollar per month over there. And for that one dollar, you get a bonus episode every month that's exclusive to Patreon. There's a whole back catalogue of about twelve or thirteen now that you can uh, check out and. Uh, enjoy all of them for that one dollar so go and have a look five dollars uh, gets you uh, voting rights every month gets you early access to some episodes so uh, go and have a look and see if you're interested uh, but yeah so full spoilers for atlantics so the whole thing of course is that uh, the guys in the boat all died and they're possessing people in the city uh, you know mainly women I- notably there's one that isn't a woman but everyone else is uh who gets possessed and they all go to this uh, tycoon and demand that they he pay the money that's owed to them and because of what they're threatening he doesn't go to the police um so my, my complaint here would be that we see a scene of them all going there they've got all these sort of glazed over white eyes as they're talking to him and i thought this is a neat, neat idea and yeah. he kind of like you know yells at them to get out and whatever but they say no no we want our money yada 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 uh, and when one of them comes back the next night, says, "Hey, tomorrow night, bring this this money," and you know, gives them the amount that he owes in total to everyone, uh, to this place, this this cemetery, and you know, if not, then we'll burn down your tower. So, and then the next time we see him, he's just packing up money and he, he goes there, and that's it. Like he's he's done it. <laughs> um, yeah. And they don't even kill him. Like I was expecting them to kill him after they give them the, give the money over. Instead, they make him dig a grave, but then it's just like ten graves. Yeah. Oh yeah, for each of the yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I thought that was a bit like okay, okay. And I, I get the idea here thematically is that he was not he was never going to be haunted by guilt of what he did without them actually making a point of literally haunting him. Like, they, they had to come back and haunt him so he understood how, who he affected and how he affected them. And I, I like that kind of element of it, but I was expecting a bit more bite there. And like I say, I expect, like, you know, you could almost do an entire movie where it starts with him getting this first threat and then him slowly believing that he actually has to, like, pay this ransom to a bunch of ghosts, like, over the course right. of the movie. Like that, that could be a whole concept on its own. And I'm not saying, I, and I'm not saying take away from the romantic part of the movie because that's obviously a key mm-hmm. part of it, uh, a bigger part even, but... There should be something like he should really have his own subplot here of like uh, building up to him actually deciding to give the money over. Right. Yeah. Because he feels like so like not connected to the story. Like obviously he is, but we're focusing so much on Ada that it's like that it doesn't really it it, don't, it feels like it kind of just comes out of nowhere. Like at least if there was more of a connection where, you know, she was seeing him a bunch or like if he was the um husband or or whatever or something you know like that that i I guess could make it more relevant but yeah it it just kind of feels like i don't know just uh, like a completely different story or something (laughs) i I don't think she has to be connected like that i'd probably cringe actually if he was the husband uh but i think if we just seen him a couple of times before the ghost go to visit him would have just been enough to establish that he's a recurring character we're going to keep coming back to because thematically you can tie everything together you absolutely can uh it it just you don't see him really until he gets visited by the ghost like halfway through the movie i don't know it it just feels weird to me that it doesn't seem like 
it, it seems like that should be a big part of the movie, but it's we're not really focusing <laughs> on it at all. <laughs> oh, it's too small. No, absolutely, it's too small. Yeah. Um, no disagreements from me from that. And then, you know, Ada's side of it is that she thinks uh, Suleiman's back because like she's got a text and uh, you know oh, she's yeah. and her friends are like kind of talking to her, but you know, like, no, 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 you can't believe this. Like, there's no way he's back, or he is back, and he he's the one who started the fire, or or whatever. Uh, and there's this policeman who's kind of like on the case who keeps getting sick and keeps blacking out uh but he's on the case and he's trying he's convinced that she knows something and he's trying to ask her questions interrogates her and everything um but the big reveal of the movie is that he's actually the one person who's being possessed who's not a woman he is being possessed by Suleiman and it's actually him who or at least it's his body that Suleiman appears in to go and talk, talk to her and we see this because in the reflections, like we see Suleiman, but he's obviously no, not right. there in real life. Um, and so there's a couple of big moments where you know he realizes this. You know, Suleiman, uh, sorry, the, the detective that is uh, uh, Isa. He he uh, like sees like security footage from the the wedding night when the bed caught on fire, and he gets shocked that he sees himself with the white eyes, and he's like, oh. so he goes home and like handcuffs himself to like something, and he, he gets away out of it anyway, and. The end of the movie, like when, because eventually, like he texts her, "Hey, meet me at this time." You know, uh, Suleiman does. Right? It's kind of a mystery. Is it real? Is it not? And she gets all dressed up for it, goes there, and they have sex. And the end of the movie, that this kind of intercuts with the the grave stuff. And what I thought was weird about this is that okay, so they they have their kind of like their passionate. Uh, it never quite answers if they actually had sex before, because there's a whole point where when they when they suspect that she had a relationship. Uh, her, oh yeah her husband's parents make her take a virginity test uh we yeah. never we never actually get the results so we don't actually know if they did uh uh you know consummate their their relationship if you will uh yeah. beforehand but uh they do it here at the very least uh but what i thought was weird about this is i was like you know uh isa the, the detective whose body's being used here like <laughs> isn't it kind of unfair to him that his body's been used for sex <laughs> against his will like i mean yeah <laughs> i don't know i just I, I, it took me it made me feel kind of like i was like this is a bit odd because uh, it's meant to be this beautiful sure. moment where even though you know Suleiman's dead that they get to have their one night of passion their one night of love yeah. uh before to, like he moves on uh but it's not like isa like gives him permission like he actively handcuffs himself to like yeah. his house to make sure <laughs> he can't do anything uh when he's possessed yeah i mean that's a very good point i mean it's ultimately he does not give his consent to that act so he doesn't experience it of course he doesn't remember it sure. but i mean that's not really that different to someone who's been drugged so right <laughs> like I, I don't know some some dodgy uh morals here uh with with this this bit the yeah, end here if you kind of like yeah if you don't think about it it is supposed to be like this big romantic like conclusion uh, to the movie but yeah if you do sit down and look at it objectively it is kind of like ooh, uh yeah that's a, that's a little iffy you see in the reflection that it's actually you know it's this uh Suleiman, but and obviously that part's kind of romantic but yeah it's still his body that's being used for this like his body's still done this yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know that was a bit weird because uh, it, it kind of ends right after that where she she gives us a bit of narration and it's like she's all, she'll always remember this night and, and it would be different not so much the, the using the body part that would always be problematic but like it's not like 
Isa comes across as a bad character. He's not like it's because no. obviously there's a lot of stuff with Omar where Omar's clearly kind of a possessive, rich dickhead. Yeah. And you know he, she has to kind of like sort of take a stance and like say no, I'm not your wife. I'm not going with you. At did, one point, did we ever really find? Like, do do we know how they got together? Like, was it an arranged marriage or something? Or I don't think they ever said. Uh, okay. you, you get the impression that it might have been. It definitely feels like it might have been because like, we see him like give her like a new iPhone as like a gift, and it's like, hey, yeah. I got you like, an expensive gift. Um, and I thought, by the way, dude, read the room. Like, every time you <laughs> every time you speak to her, she looks so miserable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like so clear she wants nothing to do with him, but yeah. he just awkwardly sits there and like says oh you haven't eaten anything are you okay and she's like yeah i'm fine it's like yeah like you two clearly hate each other like why are you getting married this is yeah. this is silly and so, especially like uh not just him but like her friends too when they're all like uh you know fawning over his like house and stuff like oh mm. man like i want to be his second wife like he should marry me too and stuff and yeah because so. again the, the theme of like wealth and like you know like happiness and like, all these things that kind of come together is that they're all jealous of her and like, look at your new bedroom this is amazing like your life is great now i wish i could be you and like, everyone else is excited but her and she's like looks so miserable um and it's this idea of course that you know she didn't want the wealthy guy she wanted the guy she loved what she you know she loved the idea that a rich person basically discarded all these people and it led to their deaths and her potential husband is someone who just kind of wants to use her uh, and then you know ultimately tosses her aside she she, she sort of fights back so it's, it's yeah. like it, there's definitely the themes are there uh for, for that stuff the idea that you know she will continue on and uh and presumably all the money that the ghosts take will be given to all the families of these men to who died like, you'd, you'd have to assume that's what they're going to do with it uh but yeah it's yeah it's, it's it's one that i just wish went a little bit further with some of its stuff and uh you could really play with um the themes a little bit more you could play again with the, the bad guy kind of like being tormented and eventually wanting to give the money up uh you could play a little bit more with the mystery because i i feel like the actual mystery of like oh is suleiman back because she got this text because you know one person thought she saw him kind of thing like i feel like there's so much mystery you could play there you could do that like a whole movie of like is, is this dead person back to life because we because we find it like halfway through the movie because there's some mystery for a little bit where we don't even know what's happened to anyone and then the, the detective like phones someone and finds out there's been a shipwreck and like uh, the chances of survivors is like basically nothing and that could, that could be interesting like you know maybe they could play up the mystery a little bit more um instead it kind of purely just goes for the drama of what she's feeling and while I think that's commendable, I don't think it's enough to really make the entire movie that engaging. Like, I think my thing is, like, it was fine for me for maybe the first, like, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, luckily it is, uh, again, you know, it shot well and the acting is good. So you're getting into that kind of headspace and everything. That's fine. But then after that, when it's like, oh, this is all the, the movie is you know like i just yeah needed some more like drama or conflict which it feels like there's plenty of opportunities for that stuff but again like you know we're just focusing so much on uh ada who and so much of the movie just kind of feels like these kind of long shots of her just you know looking forlorn or looking off into the distance or being maudlin and uh, and again that's fine in small doses but when so much of your movie is that it just <laughs> like uh, you know at one point i'm just starting to beg for something to happen like please give me something <laughs> i mean i think it's a case where they're just they had to develop a, a few of the ideas a bit more and really kind of flesh them out 
um sure. it feels a little bit undercooked the way it the way it is um but it's a shame because the, the actual technical qualities are really impressive and yeah. i think the actors for the most part are really good as well so I, I think it's a solid first effort from a director and it makes me hopeful for more of her work i think yeah i mean i, I would uh they definitely have uh or you know she definitely has uh like skills like no doubt so i would uh yeah be you know more than interested to see other stuff from her again i just kind of hope it's maybe i don't know uh focuses more on story or conflict and stuff instead of uh you know maybe just like a long drawn out character piece i'm sure i'm sure she's going to be announced for the hellboy reboot any day now tim i'm sure you'll be fine Uh, i mean if (laughs) at the very least if you know if this was a Hellboy movie, uh, but you know, where she seeing these long, you know, forlorn shots of Hellboy, like I gotta at least get behind that because man, that can can you imagine? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the main languages that's spoken in this movie is uh, Wolof. Wolof. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but. Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of that language. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think one of the fun things about uh, seeing movies come from lots of different places is that every so often there'll be like a new country that I've not, uh, I mean, the country itself's not new, but it'll be like a new country <laughs> in the sense for me that I've never seen a movie from before. Mm-hmm. And in cases like this where I'm like, okay, I I've, I know almost next to nothing about this place. Uh, I didn't even, yeah. I, I'd never even heard of this language before. And it's interesting that now I have some basis for it. Like, if anyone ever brings up Senegal, like, I'm going to think of this movie. I'm going to think about what this movie looks sure. like and uh, what the language sounds like and, you know, stuff like that. So um, I think it's really, like, that's, yeah. that's part of the fun of foreign movies, I think, uh, is really kind of sort of establishing some of that stuff. Um, uh, the movie itself, I, I think overall, it's a really well-directed movie that could use more meat in the script and could develop its ideas better. You know, if we're getting to ratings here, uh, like, I I think for me, it it, it probably kind of falls into kind of 6.5 territory, where mm. I can't quite call it good, because I do think there's not, I think the script needs to be beefed up more, I think, I think the ideas need to be mm. taken further, uh, there's definitely stuff that it could add more focus to. Um, and really sell a lot of what's going on but the technical qualities are all very good uh, I think there's some some <coughs> great music, some great, great performances um, it just needs a bit more meat in the script so 6.5 for me uh, why I rated it first when you always rate first I don't know but uh, <laughs> go on Tim uh, uh, I, I mean I'm not gonna even though like uh, you know unfortunately I wouldn't say I necessarily enjoyed uh, my experience of watching the film, even even though there were like uh, aspects of it that I, I would, um, you know, like uh, recommend. But um, I, I'm still not going to go too low because there's nothing like offensively bad about it. Yeah, I thought it was boring, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's not like the characters uh, were annoying or offensive or the acting was bad or, you know, the camera didn't know where to shoot things or whatever. So, um, it, yeah, I can't really go super low, but I think I am going to really just go like right down the middle and give it a five. Like, uh, you know, you, you said all the technical aspects that are there are done very well uh so can't really give points off that it's just the um 
you know, the, uh, I just really <laughs> thought it was so dull, which sometimes, uh, you know, it's going to be one of the worst things a, a movie can do. But yeah, I mean, at the very least, I think there was uh, themes and aspects of the story that I did like. It just, uh, well, it unfortunately, to, it really come. It had something to say, you know, which is, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. you know, I, I always appreciate <clears throat> that. But you know, like you because know, there's a whole scene, like the, the first time where we see all the all the women be possessed by the ghost, and they go to the house and they demand the money. Like I thought, oh, we're we're taking like a turn here. This is what the movie's going to really pick up steam, and it kind of didn't. Yeah. You know, it felt like it was about to really kick into high gear, and it never really felt like it did. It felt like it just went back to being just as slow afterwards, and that felt like a mistake to me, uh, from a pacing point of view. So. Uh, so that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. But uh, like, honestly, I I, w- I really would want love to see now like a, I especially feel like now would be very relevant. But to see a movie where you have a, you know, uh, like a, a corporate figurehead, like a you know Jeff Bezos character kind of guy, or even like a Donald Trump person <laughs> that's like, uh, you know, made like millions and billions of dollars by screwing over like working class people. I'd love to see a movie where they're haunted by. <laughs> you know like uh, all these people and then mm. yeah really get what's coming to them but um yeah i, I love that idea but yeah it didn't really i feel like it could have gone more with it yeah and obviously the idea of focusing on ad is kind of showing the uh the, the emotional impact on someone uh true yeah you know yeah. like that, that's kind of like how they, they tie in with each other but it just yeah. uh maybe could have had more balance <laughs> between the two is maybe something that could have been could have been good for it. So you know, I, I'm glad I watched that. I'm glad I'm, you know I always like seeing different types of movies, even if they don't always click with me as much as I want them to. Uh, so, but this was Atlantics, uh, another 2019 catch up movie, and we will be you know we've got a few more we want to do. At the very least, there's more dropping. Uh, there's probably more dropping like after this that we'll mm-hmm. even get get to you first, depending on orders of things. But this is uh, been... people are, are waiting for our countdown review. Oh, they are. I know the count the countdown to our <laughs> countdown review is 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 commenced but this is uh, this has been atlantics on screams after midnight you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below it's on netflix by the way this is an easy one to find yeah. uh netflix are uh, distributing that uh, worldwide uh, so you can check out atlantics on there but uh, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates uh, if you want to support the show uh you can oh by the way go actually i said mail underscore fuzz that is a that is a twitter you can go there and that'll give you uh updates for the channel but uh at screams midnight is more relevant to your interest probably uh where all the horror movie tweets happen and uh tim tweets really silly stuff uh there was a a hellboy gif earlier uh, if i recall correctly but uh lots of nonsense uh but yeah you can support us on patreon.com slash tv for as little as a dollar per month as we said earlier uh you can support us uh, for free if you want to rate the podcast on apple podcast give us five stars or you can of course share us out on social media tell your friends about us it's like hey we listen i listen to this mediocre horror movie podcast would you like to join <laughs> us in mediocrity and they'll go yeah <laughs> you can all feel cool together yes yes not not <laughs> not not like losers you're not losers people who listen to this show are not losers you're instantly not a loser because you listen to this show uh yeah. but that has been us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time <laughs>